A reading from John 11, 1-7. Now a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. This Mary, whose brother Lazarus now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. So the sisters sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. When he heard this, Jesus said, This sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory that God's Son may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was two more days. And then he said to his disciples, Let us go back to Judea. In James chapter 1, verse 8, James is talking about this type of mindset that humans have. And he uses this language around being double-minded. And he says, a double-minded man, he's unstable in all that he does. And whenever I read that passage, I think about how Jesus really, he personifies the opposite of what it means to be double-minded. We've talked about this before, but how Jesus is fully single-minded. And this is a passage that I think reveals some of that. Uh, For what it says about Jesus' response here, he says, this sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory so that God's son may be glorified through it. And Jesus, he's so single-minded in his approach to the Father that he knows the Father's will better than any of us do. And in light of that, it actually affects not only his interactions with other people, um, but really his actions as well. Uh, He's so in tune with the Father that he knows what this situation is going to lead to, and it's going to lead to God's glory. You know, uh, you uh, you mentioned the uh, past. I highlighted this sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory so that the Son of God may be glorified. And so the way I see this is this is coming before uh, when he comes uh, to Jerusalem uh, on what we call Palm Sunday. But this is a very unusual thing in that uh, this is not repeated in any of the, the other three Gospels. This is a unique story, and it's kind of a prelude to a much bigger event that is going to happen uh, in the near future. And I just would love your comment, uh, Nathan, as to why you think John put it in here, besides the fact that it happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's obviously a, a prelude um, to Jesus' own resurrection. It's um, it's the miracle that really gets him in trouble with the authorities. So there's a culminating, you know, we're almost reaching the climax of the story mm-hmm. here. Right. You know, and when he says the story is not going to end in death, well, there is there is, Lazarus does die, but Jesus is right; it doesn't end in death; it ends in resurrection. So, you know, the whole thing is um, setting up, obviously, the the main death and resurrection that Jesus Himself is going to do. It's one thing to raise someone else from the dead; it's another thing to do it to yourself. <laughs> that really proves that Jesus was who He said He was. Um, is that what you're getting at, Eric? I am. Uh, you know, throughout the Gospel of John, uh, Jesus says to his interrogators, there were people that are asking him questions. Um, I, 
only do what my father tells me to do. He's not separated from the father at all. He makes that very clear. And so he is actually following uh, God, his, the God, the father's instructions here. I mean, it's, it's coming to him through the Holy Spirit, but he's, he's following exactly what God wants him to do here. And, and, and it, it's, I mean, I can't explain it more than that, but it's, it's, it's in this story, as, a, as you said, as a prelude to this, to the cross that is, is, is going to, this in a way precipitates that. Yeah, you know, I think that's right. And I'm always thinking, I'm trying to always think about, you know, like a personal application, personal takeaway for our listeners. And, um, you know, maybe a takeaway would be, look, Jesus on some level knows how the story is going to go. On some level, he, he doesn't know everything because when he gets there, he weeps. You know, we're going to see that in the next couple of days. There's a whole conversation you could have about how much awareness did Jesus have. But on a personal application, what he does know here, as David was saying earlier, he, he knows that God is faithful. So he's leaning into that, but he's also leaning into the pain. He's leaning into the hard aspect of this story. Your friend is dead. Oh gosh. Um, okay. You know, and for me, whenever, partly just because of the way I've been trained by a consumerist culture, whenever I know discomfort or pain is coming, I try everything I can to avoid it. You know, it's a cold morning. I turn on the seat heater of my car because I want to avoid <laughs> any kind of discomfort. And Jesus here, I think he's inviting us to say, there's going to be pain. There's going to be sickness. There's going to be sorrow. But on the other side of it all is resurrection. On the other side of it all is eternity. So let's lean into it. Let's be present in it. And let's rely on the faithfulness of God through it.